Hello and welcome to Unscheduled Flights. I'm Ambika Waters. This podcast looks at the realm of inspiration, innovation, and creativity. And we're blessed today to have Elena Caruso with us. She is a healer who lives in Tucson, near where I live. And I had the pleasure of meeting her and experiencing her work, which I like to say is very powerful, very clarifying, and it goes very deep. So welcome, Elena. Thank you. It's so exciting to be here with you. Good. And the name of your work is called Clarifying the Frequencies. Is that correct? It is. It is. Would you like to clarify? What that <laughs> so clarifying the frequencies is literally just bringing our own beautiful vibration that we came in with and clarifying it, taking care of all incoherence, anything that's out of tune, out of sync with who we've actually been created to be during this lifetime. Wow, that's that's well said. And I must say how much I got from the session that I had with you. It was actually just profound. And and it was one of those life changing events that I wasn't expecting. Yes. But it opened up something very deep. It let me run with it. It let me heal Mm -hmm. a very old wound. And um, I'm better for it. I guess that's the best thing I could say is I'm better for what you offered me. Thank you. Thank you. What a blessing to hear that. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be working with people. Yes, it is. I agree with you, no matter what our modality is. Correct. Tell us how you came by this, because I know this is unique. Mm -hmm. So I actually got involved with inner healing and inner healing process and was certified within that modality. Oh man, almost um, 15, 18 years ago. Uh, Went through that process myself. It was very impactful. The more I Uh, utilize that modality, the more I saw its limitations. And I was not happy with the fact that it didn't seem to stick with most people, not everybody, but with most people. And so I kind of walked away for a few years and in the last 15 years developed this process over um, my experiences in the past, and then also helping people continuing to help people in um, vibrational healings and um, bringing people into vibrational um, coherence through tuning forks and sound, um, and then just kind of opened that up into that inner healing process. Um, really touching those places um, also generationally, but also within the, the, the life experiences that we have where we bump into each other and um, kind of get a few little owies here and there. And, owies, um, yeah. owies. <laughs> those owies. <laughs> I know those owies. I, I want this to be more fun, more playful for people, not yeah. such a have to um, or feeling like you got to get a shoehorn inside of us in order to unearth some stuff. And it's right. not that difficult. It's just, you know, just this process has is, is just been more playful. And I think that's one of the reasons why we can end up going so much deeper, quicker. And I agree. Business. I agree. And that was the experience I had with you was that it was, you know, it wasn't like pulling teeth. It was like very gentle, very clarifying. And suddenly I was in a place where I had options that I needed to look at yeah. and um, and it had the spiraling effect that once I dealt with something else it just kept going mm-hmm. deeper and deeper which is that's my concept of true healing 
Well, and we talked about this. It's um, be, watch for the worms. I think it's what I actually told you. Watch for the worms. They're going to come up. They're going to come up and they do. And, it, you know, we have the same thing in homeopathy. We work with genetic predisposition. We think it's absolutely essential that you clear the genetic patterns and they are archetypal and they are patterns. So yes, that's great that your work really taps in on that because you don't know whose stuff you're carrying in actual right. fact. Right, exactly. You don't know, you know, when you start to look at what you think is your stuff and you start to take it back, it's old, old stale patterns true. that were put in place for survival mode and that mm -hmm. we don't need anymore. Exactly. So, Good for you for digging deep and, and <laughs> helping people harvest out what they don't need anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Is there something more you'd like to tell us about this? Because, well, I think um, a lot of people have a predisposition idea of what inner healing really is and having to dig up all this old stuff, whether it is from ancestral uh you know, DNA transfer, or if it's our own stuff or combination thereof, because we know we buy into it sometimes too, and have to sure. take care of that. But um, one of the things that's so amazing about this is that we can witness history, not have to re-experience it. Oh, I like that. And like so that. we can do the cliff notes variation of what it took to get to where we are and then move forward. So we're not spending these hours and hours, not that there's anything wrong with therapy, but we don't have to spend these hours rehatching or in order to get to the depth of the old room or the root of the old room wound, we can actually get there very quickly using some handful of tools, which I do like to share with people so that they can feel empowered to continue to move forward themselves um, without assistance. But sometimes when we're dealing with certain things, we don't have the perspective where we can't zoom out enough to then go back in. And so getting that assistance from time to time, doing those tune-ups, as I call them, since we're talking about our frequencies, you know, we're all instruments, fine, am amazing instruments. And as we walk through life and, and play this beautiful earth suit that we have, we're going to need to be retuned. And sometimes we can do that on our own. And sometimes we need a specialist. I like <laughs> so. that, being retuned. Absolutely right, being retuned. It's almost like being reborn sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. yes I like that concept. You certainly are very articulate about yes. your passion. <laughs> and that, you know, that's infectious that people go, wow, that sounds great. And I, I hope the people who listen to this podcast really feel that it's something they might like to enjoy. So you're going to give us all your information, your contact information, so people yes, can contact you. Yes, Tell me, how did, how did your process start that you became the healer that you are? Well, I, I, in, in some ways you have to start with my birth and my heritage in that kind of a, a pattern where, mm -hmm. you know, there's some people who are just predisposed to it. That's kind of how I was. I came in, um, as I say, hooked up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so the jumper cables had already been applied. Um, and so um, even as a young child, um, even before recognizing my own gifting, my parents are like, oh, okay. Um, and so through that process, because of my family, there was a lot of 
um, acknowledging and not poo-pooing or stifling that gifting, but really acknowledging it to a certain extent. So that really helped. Um, I came in with some generational patterns around depression. And so experienced extreme deep depression, even when I was 10 years of age. Um, and so, you know, that whole process, um, understanding the the voices, the entities, the influences that I was getting in, what was coming through that filter of that predisposition of depression and is it doom and gloom or can I tap into a different frequency, into a different wow. Uh, perspective and knowing and finding that out even at a young age because of the circumstances I was kind of forced into I learned how to adjust myself so I could hear and um, respond in that correct way instead of through the filter of what was coming especially with the whole depression um, really that's was a key thing and so that's what kind of started me on that path Thank you for sharing that because it sounds like old souls coming in that have to do their own healing before they can help other people. Absolutely. That's certainly been my experience. And when I do meet old souls like you, who, who, as you say, they're wired for it when they come in, <laughs> they still have to go through their life experience. Oh. They still mm -hmm. have to heal what needs to be healed. And yes. And even that depression and grief that we carry from lifetime to lifetime, yeah. it needs to be embraced embraced in a way that you can once you've held yourself in your own arms and loved yourself mm -hmm. through that you will yes. do that with other people so that's Absolutely. really lovely is there anything you'd like to share about the frequencies and how they shift yes so i know there's a lot of talk within the community about raising your vibration mm -hmm. um and i i think it's a valid um concept I kind of taken a different approach to it because I think of us as a symphony, as a, it, within the collective, we're a symphony. And if we're all playing the stringed instruments, that's gonna get old really, really quickly. You need those basses, you need the drums, you need the, um, the, the lower saxophones and the, you know, the cello to balance out and create this amazing experience that is impactful mind, body, and spirit. And so I think instead of raising our vibration, if we bring coherence to our own vibration, we can play a part of the symphony instead of everybody sounding like violence. And so that's the way I approach frequency. It's not about raising your individual frequency. It's about bringing coherence to what part you're supposed to play in this time frame. Do you think people have their own notes? I do. I do. I believe they have their own notes. And within that note is unbelievable harmonics mm -hmm. that exist. And um, I think it's one of the reasons why when we bump up to somebody who doesn't completely jive with our frequencies, we know it. There is this uh, response that we get even in our physical body of, ah, but is it because of their frequency, our frequency or incoherence? Because we're all one. I think it's our incoherence that causes us to bump up with each other every now and then and go, ew, I don't know <laughs> if I jive with that one or there's something about this person that just doesn't resonate with me. I think it's more about our incoherences. Talk about incoherence and give it some clarification for me. Okay. Uh, incoherence would be a piano out of tune. 
You can play absolutely amazing music. If that piano is out of tune, it's not gonna sound as good as if it was perfectly balanced and in tune. And so that's what I'm talking about in coherence, getting the instrument tuned so no matter what's played on it, it's beautiful. And how do you shift from incoherence to coherence? So within the my modalities that I utilize, um, we do that through um, some foundational things around forgivenesses because we lock ourselves into a bad pattern, of an incoherent pattern um, because of, of unforgiveness. And I know this is a real big key that people have been talking about for a very long time, but um, do it a little bit differently. I don't believe we can strong arm ourselves into forgiveness. And most of what's taught out there is just make a choice. Just use your words. You don't have to feel it. All those kinds of things. Um, but yet there's something missing because that's the way I was trained as well. Um, and so I've developed this way to bring harmony within um, our incoherence even, which is really interesting. Um, if you tune all of the instruments to slightly off key, it's amazing how those instruments can still resonate together. And so what we do is we find that incoherence and we go, hey, incoherence, hey, you know, um, how about we play that, but let's come into coherence within it. Um, I know it's kind of a little confusing, but through forgivenesses and doing it very easily and without forcing or strong arming ourselves into that forgiveness, we open up our vibrational um, experience to um, entrainment from unforgiveness to forgiveness, releasing ourselves from that, that place that we found ourselves. And so that's kind of um, the foundation. There's a lot of other things within there, but we do usually start with forgivenesses. Those forgivenesses may sound different based on the age of the person that experienced something. I which found is really that interesting. With, with forgiveness, it, it has layers. It, it, has, it does. It has that initial, I'm willing to forgive and let go. And you, as you keep going into it, you come more and more into compassion. Yes. And different, what that's something I found after working with you was a different level of not forgiveness, a different level of understanding. There it is. Of somebody else. Yes. Yes. And, and with that came compassion and a real one. When I saw the nature of that suffering, it was absolutely essential to let go and make some choices to connect again right and when i did it 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 opened huge doors of love and connectedness and forgiveness on both sides it was very powerful for me very very powerful and it's not like i don't forgive i have my forgiveness list you know yep, I absolutely it. i add more to it and and forgiveness is something it's a practice in my life but right I I noticed that after I had the session with you the nature of the forgiveness mellowed and deepened and took me away from I forgive you to I am so sorry for your pain mm -hmm. I am so sorry that you have this level of 
misery in your life. And it led me to a deeper layer of love in myself and for somebody else. So right. yes, I think right. it's a very good place to start. And yes. you're right. You can't strong people, strong arm people, but it's a shifting, it's a shifting process. It, it, it moves you deeper into yourself. It, it opens doors of awareness. And, yeah. and I do believe that when you do forgive fully, that other person or that situation is also transformed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't help it because we are all tied energetically. We're all connected. We and are. so when we shift, everything shifts. And um, it's a beautiful process. It really, really is. One thing that forgiveness is done that I've seen my experiences with forgiveness is, is our beliefs are so tied to our pain that when yeah. we can re so that means our beliefs are tied to forgiveness or unforgiveness. So they can shift with the transition from unforgiveness to forgiveness. Um, again, touching on this place of when those wounds actually transpire, a lot of our forgivenesses may have happened around four or five years old. And our brother, our sister, you know, somebody was being really mean on the playground or something like that. And it really impacted us. It maybe not impact somebody else the same way, but for us, it impacted us and it started a pattern in our life, a frequency in our life. Well, sometimes those forgivenesses literally have to sound like that four or five year old. I forgive my brother for being such a stupid head. There's a lot more that goes into that, but you can see how, you know, you know, as a teenager, maybe you cussed a lot as a teenager. And sometimes those words have to cross your lips again during the process of forgiveness, because those words carried emotion with you then. And it's the emotion of the wound that we're tapping into with the, the yes. forgivenesses. It's not the words. And that is the frequency, isn't it? You know? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, so, um, I'm going to ask you some very practical questions. You okay. Can with, you can work with anybody anywhere on Zoom. Is that correct? That is correct. I actually prefer to do over the phone instead of Zoom. One of the reasons is I do energy stitching is what I call it. Um, I actually am moving energy through your energetic field, your body, your emotions, that kind of thing during it. And I find that most people get very distracted by it um so, oh, so you don't oh i see yeah so if there's not this visual they can stay in their space i can rearrange things and stitch things and move things around energetically if we do do it on zoom or even in purses what i do is i'll work with you holographically i'm in my hologram you're in your hologram i'm still doing it but i don't usually do it you know upfront and personal because i want people to stay in flow and it's can be distracting, but yes, Zoom is another way we can do this. And is it one session, a series of sessions? How does it work? It depends on how, you know, what we're talking about. If we're doing some generational work, I found that generational work can be one session and it can be 15 or more. Um, I have people who do, you know, every three to six month check-ins because um, we've worked through so many things. If you've got something that's acute right now, really pertinent, um, we may need to do a few back-to-back -back and then you're fine for a while. If you have something that's been around in your field for 20, 30 years, sometimes follow-ups and you know, doing um, a once or twice a month type of thing is more appropriate. It really is about the individual and um, what, what their needs are. 
I don't have a a prescription because everybody is so different. So different. I, that's a that's a lovely way to work. Well, I want to thank you for being on our podcast, oh, and we will have you back and talk talk more about this this innovative work that you're doing and you. our Elena's information will be up on the website when we go viral and <laughs> um, I would definitely like to say that I've had tremendous benefit from what you so kindly wow. offered me I truly wonderful, wonderful. life-changing and I wish you the very best with what Thank you're doing you, and Thank I'm you. sure I will see you because we both live in the same town. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this had to find the time. <laughs> I know. I know. So thank you very much. Thank and, you. and I would like to say again, this is unscheduled flights into the realm of innovation, inspiration, and creativity. And we've been blessed to have Elena Caruso on our show, really sharing this innovative um, treatment to, to transform your, your level of consciousness. So thank you so much. Thank and God you, Ambika. Blessings. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank our guests today who've shared their experience, who have enhanced my life by developing skill sets and a vision of the world that is really expanded and I think beautiful. So thank you until the next podcast of Unscheduled Flights. Again, I'm your host, Ambika Waters, wishing you all the best.